0: Every Pokemon Episode Ever podcast is now on YouTube. Go on YouTube and search Every Pokemon Episode Ever podcast and click that subscribe button to never miss an episode. Welcome back everybody to another fantastic episode of the every pokemon episode ever podcast your weekly analogy of every single episode of pokemon ever and this podcast will go on forever because they're still doing the damn show but my name is wrestling chris g i am one half of the host of this show and on the other line he is the moonstone to michael Berry. it is good old dougie fresh dougie man
1: how you doing So, I don't have to touch you with myself. No. Okay.
0: (laughs) Oh, shit. I didn't even think about how I said that. Because I was like, I, I watched the episode. <laughs> those <laughs> Moonstones were touching those, those Clefairies, and those Clefairies were getting really happy, and they evolved. <laughs> sure. I mean, they were dancing around and everything. <laughs> but uh, this is the fantastic episode that we've been building up to for, I feel like, like three or four weeks now.
1: <clears throat> yes, yeah, so this is the only episode so far that you were almost sick for. Um, which would have been interesting, <laughs> because I, I don't know what I would do. <laughs>
2: Oh,
0: I was on the verge of skipping this episode. No, we can't do that because we start skipping on episode six. What the fuck are we doing?
1: Yeah, I mean, that sets the president. You know, we skip here and then we get somewhere in the 40s. And you're like, yeah, I'm not really feeling this episode. We just skip it. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
0: So, uh, oh, it, it, it's going to happen. We're, we're going to finally hit a episode. I don't know what episode it is, but we're going to hit an episode. And we're going to be like, do we have to cover this episode? And I'm going to be like, yeah, we got to cover it. But I think that's going to start when we get into the episodes that didn't air here in the U.S. of
1: A. Well, yeah, but see, I would actually be more interested to talk about those than episodes that we've seen. True, because I don't think... uh, You've never actually sat down
0: to watch the ones that have never been dubbed in English and just have subtitles that are in Japanese.
1: I definitely haven't seen... I don't I don't know what the technical name of it is, but I'm just going to refer to it as Beach Day. Beach Day. Okay, so the one
0: where they go off to the beach, James gets boobs and all that good jazz.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, I was trying to avoid describing, but yeah, basically.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Well, the good thing with that episode <laughs> is ninety um, percent of that episode is indeed in English, That's a- and then. And only the scene where James gets boobs is it in Japanese? Gee, I so. wonder why. <laughs> so, so yeah that that scene was never dubbed. But don't worry, I do have that episode in its entirety. So if you have a problem finding it, I will get it over to you.
1: Yeah, what are we what are we looking at in terms of getting to that?
0: Um, looking at this episode. Let's see. That will be episode eighteen.
1: Okay, so we're not terribly far from it.
0: No, that that's actually the very first episode that did not air in the U.S. So, um, it well it it aired out here, but it was released on VHS tape, but it was not shown on TV.
1: Yeah, I never, I didn't, I, pardon me, I never remember tuning into it on a fucking Wednesday morning
0: <laughs> so yeah that that by itself um, and then that's what we're going to start getting into that <laughs> yeah we're going to and then we have another one The Legend of Dratini which is the infamous um, Safari Zone episode and then uh, Cy- yes. and then two episodes after that is Cyber Soldier Porygon and we all know what episode that is, but but trust me, everybody, you have about a year until we're covering that one. That's the episode that gave everybody in Japan seizures. So make sure when you're watching that episode, because I did watch it, make sure you have lights on all around you, Doug.
1: Yeah, yeah. I uh, I don't know how that's going to play on a, on a phone screen. I mean, it's a new phone, but still, I don't know how it's going <laughs> to play on a phone screen. Oh, yeah, you got a
0: brand new phone. That's something we could talk about real quick. How do you like it?
1: Yeah, it's good. I mean, you know, it's you know, it's iPhone. I didn't like change. Um, you know, I didn't go Android or anything. But
0: so let me let me ask you um, for the for the new iPhone that they're talking about. I heard that they're changing the. Um, that you're not going to get earbuds with it and one other accessory. What Do you know what that accessory
1: is? I don't know because I got earbuds with this. Oh, is that the newest one? It it might be the 12 that's coming out in September or whatever the fuck it's going to end up coming out.
0: Yeah, I I was hearing all over the Internet people are throwing their arms up because I guess Apple keeps taking away things as they release their phones, and I guess they're taking away something else. Um they've already taken away the ear jack and you have to buy an extension for it.
1: Well, I mean, I have a, I didn't have an I didn't have a headphone port with the last one. Okay. I mean, but, that's been gone. That's that was the 8 that I just had, so and yeah, I mean, but they didn't no, you didn't have to buy anything. They give you a dongle. Oh, they do? Okay. Yeah, so people are full of shit.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure um what they're taking away. Uh, let's see. Oh, there the it's not the new iPhone is not coming with a charger an iPhone uh, is yeah you have to buy the charger separately from the phone
1: what
0: yeah so iPhones going forward now is not going to have the charger you have to buy the charger separately in order to charge your phone
1: well if i if i have to do that in... You know, two three years when I get a new phone, then I'm just going to get a wireless charger and call it a fucking day. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. They they do have fast chargers now, so
0: yeah. I'm surprised, I'm surprised you haven't jumped on that train yet and gotten a nice little wireless charger.
1: No, because you can't use it while it's charging. True. True. You know, True. like I can sit there and play my game and and let it charge just on a wire charger, like. It would defeat the purpose unless I'm sitting there and I'm like, all right, I can't touch you for forty minutes or whatever the fuck. Uh, so are we stalling? Yeah, we Is are stalling. Happening. No. Sure?
0: No, I, I honestly, I mean, it's been I mean, it doesn't feel like it to our fans, but it's been two weeks since we've recorded an episode and it's nice to kind of catch up. Um catch up while we're doing this. We have officially released our podcast um, though
1: um,
0: on patreon.com slash um, every pokemon
1: there you go yes the the first episode I mean obviously as you're hearing this this is the sixth episode but as we're recording this the first episode is available for public consumption uh, yeah. the second episode will be coming out this upcoming Saturday um, and yeah we've got we got a few in the bank, and we're just kind of trying to stay ahead of ourselves. Um, oh yeah, we're on. We're,
0: we're 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 in a good we're in we're in a good space. We we have five episodes recorded before we actually started releasing, so we're always about a month ahead.
1: If uh, if you followed us over from our our main podcast, Sports Entertainment Breakdown, we are we're on a I would say a well deserved break. hell yeah
0: it's it's actually kind of a breather actually because um i don't
1: know if i can be
0: the most positive right now on wrestling
1: no i mean it's tough i mean you know so we're on this break now we're actually as this well as we're sitting here recording this we're actually going to be back in about a month i don't know if i i don't know if i misquoted us on our actual break but we're not actually coming back until, well, people... yeah Well, no, people will be hearing it on the 21st of August, if all goes well. So yeah. it will actually be a month uh, since we're sitting here recording this. Um, and, yeah, I mean, it's, it's very tough to not get into what's been happening because this isn't the space. But it's strange. And, I mean, you know we're sitting here and, and sports are getting ready to come back. You know, baseball is getting ready to come back Friday or uh, yeah, Friday. Um, you know, the NBA, they seem to be getting acclimated in their little bubble in Orlando. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. And I
0: mean, I'm going to, I'm going to give baseball a little bit more of a chance. Cause I mean, I can't go off of, their one- or two-week preseason, but boy, that Sox and Cubs game that I just watched, that was boring as all hell. Well, yeah, but you weren't a baseball fan to begin with. Yeah, but I I still watched it. (laughs) My family watches it, so I kind of have to keep up with it, and it's the only other sport out there that I'll actually sit down and try to enjoy, but man, that was rough.
1: No, I mean that's bad. I mean we're you know we're used to watching wrestling where they're they're basically at you know these training facilities. So you're talking, you know, maybe a couple hundred if people were actually able to be there. But these baseball stadiums, you're looking at thirty to forty thousand if it's full. Yes. And so, and that's just a little tougher. It's a little tougher to do it. You have the announcers
0: forgetting to pull down their <laughs> their microphone. I thought that was funny. I don't know if you saw that part, but that was hilarious.
1: Yeah, I mean, and it's and it's tough because they're, um, so the game, uh, Sunday. Yes, it was in Wrigley, but I was watching the the White Sox broadcast because. I don't really want to get into the whole bullshit with the Cubs and their own network and all that shit. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, I thought thought they were going to be on Fox, and then come to find out, I had to watch it on ESPN.
1: Yeah, they were on ESPN. Um, But yeah, so the White Sox announcers were calling the game from guaranteed rate. They weren't in Wrigley. No. And they weren't together either.
0: (laughs) No, they were all in different rooms. One of them looked like he was inside of his home.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think one of them might have been at, at his residence. <laughs> come to think of it, so it's just, it's going to be weird. You know, it's it's the same way they've been doing NXT. Tom Phillips is the only one that's actually been there. Uh, Morrow and Beth have been at home, um, but for some reason AEW insists on having a full a full commentary team, which is weird. Um,
0: it, it, it's weird, but I mean, I I do enjoy that. Um, not and not to bear off all of our podcasters that don't watch wrestling, but yeah, it's it, it it's different. It's definitely an acquired taste to watch wrestling right now. And they and I'll, I'll just leave it at this: when you lose one million people, literally to the. T almost well. Actually, it is to the T because they were getting like 2.4, 2.5 yeah. million people watching on a on a weekly basis, and you're down to one point five and one point four million people, and you lose that many people. There's something wrong there.
1: Yeah, and I mean, and that's with no competition, basically. <laughs> yeah, you know, so, how are they gonna how are they gonna fear how are they going to fare when there's like a marquee baseball game on on a Monday night? or, you know, or, you know, NBA, you know, during the week or whatever the fuck, you know, so. they're going to get, they're going to get fucking creamed. <laughs> yeah, they are. And then, you know, you know, let's fucking, that fucking football goes off without a hitch. They're going to die on Mondays. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, if they're, they're, if they're already taking a hit now, we really don't want to talk about this episode, do we?
0: <laughs> no, we don't.
1: <laughs> we're,
0: already, we're, we're getting back into, into wrestling mode before we... We're, we're on a break, damn it. Okay, yeah. so this episode of Pokemon is called <laughs> Clefairy and the Moonstone, or as it was translated from Japanese, Pippi and the Moonstone.
1: I don't know which one I like better, but I do like calling Clefairy Pippi. I'm I'm, I'm starting to come around to Pippi and the Moonstone. <laughs> sounds like a bad 60s girl group or something (laughs) so
0: so this episode aired on september 15th 1998 and what we like to do here if you're if this is your very first episode listening is we like to go back in history as to historical events that happen on this date and doug i believe you have the
1: very first one well i have a i have a question What's up? If this is their first episode... <laughs> I don't think they're doing it right.
0: <laughs> well, people might just tune in to listen to their favorite Pokemon episode.
1: That's true. So, this is their favorite? <laughs> it's not mine. But <laughs> it might be other people's. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, with that little... Nugget <laughs> out there. Um, so on September 15th, 1949, The Lone Ranger premieres on ABC. No, say what? So you're talking. This is one of three channels. You're talking black and white. So this is this is pretty big because everybody, everybody knows The Lone Ranger. You know, high ho, silver and. Hopefully they know more about The Lone Ranger than that terrible Johnny Depp movie. Yeah. Um, so, uh, wow. That, it's been that long. And yeah. you said one of one of three channels? One of, one of three channels at the time. You were either working with CBS, NBC, or ABC. Oh, okay. So. Damn. All right. Well, uh, in 1980.
0: Two, we have the very first issue of USA Today was published on today's date.
1: So Where if is. you've ever stayed at a hotel and opened your door in the morning and stepped on something, it was a USA Today.
0: Yes. <laughs> so what, what is a magazine now? But it didn't start off as a magazine. It started off as a newspaper. Which, for those kids listening, a newspaper... <laughs> it's a piece of paper that used to tell you what's going on on the news. It, it used to be what you hold on in your hand today, which is your cell phone, which tells you everything.
1: Cell phone, which who knows what could be happening when people are actually listening to this. I know. You know.
0: So, all right, but um, those are the two... Uh, big news things, but we do have something else to let you know, too, and we like to give you the Who's That Pokemon in this episode, and this week's episode of Pokemon, the Who's That Pokemon, is starring none other than Clefairy, because they were doing it right. I mean, the episode star Clefairy, and Who's That Pokemon? It's Clefairy. So, if you Thought differently, you're like, oh, it's Pikachu. No, no, it's it's Clefairy. So
1: yeah, <laughs> it would be weird, wasn't it? If it, you know, if it was, you know, Clefairy and the Moonstone, and the Who's That Pokemon was fucking Zubat. <laughs> hey, I mean, Brock did catch that Zubat. Yeah, and I mean, we'll get into that. <laughs> I, I kind of got a kick out of that part. <laughs> so.
0: Um, all right, so let's go ahead and start this episode. Are you
1: ready, Doug? I am ready. I have it uh, queued up here. All so right. We kind of go through it. I don't think we're going to be as uh, as picky as we have been. No, I don't think we can be. if our If but... our intro is anything to go by.
0: <laughs> so... We did have our weekly week recap of last week's episode at the beginning of this one, where we saw Ash win his boulder badge from good old Brock and having Brock follow him on his nice adventure, and then we basically just jump into the episode of Ash, Misty, and Brock just walking, they're on their way to Cerulean City, and... They run into um, a guy who's getting attacked by a bunch of Zubat.
1: No, I misremembered this. Okay. Because they walked up on this guy, and he's being swarmed by the Zubat, right? Yes. And, you know, Ash is like, you know, we got to help. Well, fucking Ash. Well, okay. Ash is a dick, first of all, like right out the bat.
0: Oh, oh! You mean by pulling out his damn Pokedex
1: while a guy's getting attacked? Yeah, he goes, Dexter, analyze. It's like you don't have to command Dexter. Like you've pulled it out like multiple times already, and it just is on. One time it activated itself, <laughs> and this motherfucker—it's not Siri, you know. Um, facts, facts.
0: But, but yeah. yeah it is- he's getting attacked and he pulls out his pokédex and he's like what are those pokemon and no he knew
2: that
1: was zubat
2: which oh, is weird did. yeah
0: he knew that they were zubat but um uh, and the pokédex was like oh these um uh, this pokemon does not like coming out in the sunlight and this asshole was like well not these zubat well we need to help them
1: yeah and he's all <laughs> up in his face like he under <laughs> <Duh>. <laughs>
0: I, I wanted to just be that guy, like right behind me I wish I was Brock because I just would have just popped him on the back of the head and been like,
1: um, "Help him!" Yeah, and then we can figure out what's going on with Zubat.
0: But okay, I, I do kind of blame. Uh, Brock and Misty, too, because as Ash is doing this, neither one of them threw out their Pokemon to help this guy either. So there's three people just watching this poor man get his ass bit up by a bunch of damn Zubat.
1: Well, well, Misty would have been helpless.
0: Yeah, true.
1: He's got a bunch of water Pokemon. Uh, um, But no, (laughs) I misremembered this. They come up on the guy, and you know, Pikachu, you know, rushing ahead a little bit. Pikachu eventually clears him off with a thunderbolt. Yes. And I, I misremembered it. I thought this guy was going to come up and he was going to be mad. He's like, how could you ruin my experiment or whatever the fuck? You know, I, I thought it was going to be, I was doing that on purpose. I had it com- per- perfectly under control. But no, he's like, you saved my life. And Oh, uh, yeah.
0: You saved my life. And he go, he drops in and he's, he's rhyming and Misty is just like, Oh, he doesn't look like a poet.
1: <laughs> Always rely on Misty to keep it right on the ball.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but um, but this guy is praising Ash and his Pikachu, saying that they're best friends and that he he loves that Ash and Pikachu are are so close together. And he can tell that they're such a great team. And Ash is just like, yeah, well, I mean, well, what are you doing here? And this, the, he 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 starts um, talking about himself. And do, do you want to hit
1: this next part? I do if I can get caught up here. <laughs> <laughs> so I was, doing, I was doing so good. Oh oh! Wait,
0: right before we get into that, this, this guy um, and we haven't we haven't named him yet. But as he's praising and um, doing all these things. He goes and gives Ash and Pikachu a hug, and Pikachu is like a sandwich, and Pikachu finds himself in this situation far too many times. You would think he would just get on Ash's
1: back and just stay there, but... um, Well, I mean, for goodness sakes, he was sleeping at the beginning of the episode.
0: Yeah, true. He he was just resting right
1: on the backpack. So, it's not like he hasn't been up on Ash's shoulder before. But, but he, yeah, I mean, we established in the in the freaking pilot, like, five minutes in, that Pikachu doesn't like to be grabbed. Hugged. Yeah,
0: he doesn't like to be grabbed. He doesn't like to be hugged. I, at this point, I don't think you can poke a stick at Pikachu without Pikachu shocking the mess of, out of you.
1: Why the fuck would you be poking a stick at a Pokemon? <laughs> hey, don't,
0: don't don't tell me what I would do if I saw it down, Pokemon. I Get the po- Pokemon <laughs> ASPCA on you. <laughs> <laughs> Are you abusing this Pokemon? No, oh, I just Lord. wanted to see if he was alive. I didn't know if he was breathing or not.
2: No, he was bre-
1: Sir, that's a Snorlax.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I was poking his damn belly. You um, have no idea. Snorlax would be my Pokemon. If I... If Snorlax and Charmander, I, I will go far.
1: So, so we walk into these caves. Oh, wait. But, but we... we we, we forgot to mention
0: what his name is. This guy, he says his name is Mr. Seymour. Get it? Seymour. Because he, he studies Pokemon and...
1: Has big, thick glasses.
0: Yeah. yeah. So.
1: It's, <laughs> so a, it's I, a kid's show. It's a kid's show.
0: Yeah, it's a kid's show. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, play on words. Good, so, good, good, job. good job, Japan.
1: So we walk into this cave and it's lit up to fuck basically. Yes. And and the professor's like, you know, I mean these these parasect are putting their mushrooms all over the place. These these sand shrew are being dried up, which was depressing as fuck. Yeah. The little sand shrew just on its belly just blah. And that was depressing. Um, and he's like, you know, it's it's messing with the the natural habitat of things.
0: Yeah. And and he 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 wants to know who's who's doing all of this. Right. So 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 he's in here trying to help these Pokemon, but how the hell are you trying to help them and you're not taking down the damn lights? That's why these damn Zubat attacked you, because they think you're the one Um like that's disturbing their habitat.
1: Yeah, like I'm sitting here going, all right, so you understand what the problem is. Take the lights out. <laughs> Take them down. <laughs>
0: So, but no, he he doesn't do that, and they're walking through, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, we see
1: Clefairy. And they've got a little hunk of something that we don't know at the time in their hand, and they're running like they're booking it somewhere. Yes. And, you know, once again, the Pokedex comes out, which he doesn't say, hey, Dexter, or whatever. It just, you know, so why the fuck did he say it before? (laughs) And and
0: Ash um, looks at the Pokedex. The Pokedex um, describes Clefairy and states on there that very few humans have actually seen a Clefairy up close and in person. So what does Ash do? He's like, okay, I'm going to show Clefairy off to the world. I'm going to catch this. And Mr. Seymour grabs his arm and goes,
1: no, you can't catch him. Which I disagree wholeheartedly with.
0: Yes. What is up with people cock-blocking Ash when he wants to catch a damn Pokemon? It's a wild
1: damn Pokemon. Yes. You know, it defeats the whole purpose of what we're doing here. Yes.
0: But I, I guess people feel certain ways. I mean, according to Seymour, these are all his Clefairy. He just wants to keep them for him down, his damn self.
1: Well, what does he say? Oh, this Clefairy, these Clefairy would be happy if they stayed here. Well, all Pokemon would be happy if they were wild. Yes. But they learn to respect their trainer. I mean, we'll, we'll get to it in like 10 minutes, but... That, that doesn't make any sense. But Ash,
0: being a um, 10-year-old little boy... Um, at when when Seymour grabs his wrist and says, "Don't catch this Clefairy, and tells him why, Ash goes, "You know, I do understand. I would have kicked he,
1: him. I would have kicked him in the fucking shin. I would have."
0: I know. I mean, how mad were you that he, that he just let the damn Clefairy go away? And Clefairy was just that—that would have been such an easy catch.
1: Yeah, because that Clefairy, it, a it wasn't paying attention, you know, and it. I, hmm. Now, now I see why you didn't like this. I mean, <laughs> well, that that that's just part
0: one of why I I don't like this damn episode, right? But, but um, from here, um, we have Meowth pop up out of nowhere behind a rock as the Clefairy was bouncing away with its moonstone in its hand. And Meowth it is trying to scare this Clefairy to give him the moonstone and that basically the him and Team Rocket are gonna take these Clefairy.
1: Yes, it's um it's then obviously revealed that Team Rocket was putting up the lights and you know Team Rocket want to basically harvest the moonstone to power up their Pokemon, which sends a very confusing message about what exactly stones are for. Yeah, so
0: okay, well, that that's that's one thing I, I kind of got confused about, because I mean, obviously in the game you use the moonstone on your Clefairy to evolve your Clefairy into a Clefable. Right. But they're they're making this seem like the moonstone can Evolve your—I mean, it can just just on its own just power up your Pokemon, which I never thought a Moonstone could do. Nor what another thing that I, I don't understand is how the hell is Clefairy holding the Moonstone and not evolving after touching the Moonstone? Maybe you have
1: to want to evolve, but they do R- later. Yes, <laughs> I. I mean, I guess,
0: but um, I, I mean, we're, we're going to find out later on in, in an episode. But I remember Lieutenant Sarge, he forced his Pikachu to evolve into a Raichu. He didn't oh, get Pikachu.
1: When is Pikachu. that episode? That is such a good When is that episode? Can't we talk about that episode? <laughs> <laughs> No, we can't bounce ahead yet, Doug. (laughs) But yeah, that, that episode is coming.
0: And let's see, I can actually look it up right now. It's episode 14. So we're not too far off. We have another eight episodes before we get to that. And then episode twelve is the Squirtle Squad. Oh yes. Can
1: we can't we just skip this episode and just move down a little bit? Oh, so you're you are now in my camp that this well, episode is just not a good episode. Once you look at the wiki once you look at the wiki and you see all the episodes you could be talking about. <laughs> and we're sitting there talking about a little pink puffball. Well, look, and I you know, fair play to the little pink puffball.
2: <laughs> and i mean
0: he, he, Clefairy's a cute pokemon but Clefairy has that one tooth it kind of looks kind of like dumb like it doesn't even have a full flesh of teeth it just has that one little tooth like right in the middle it just
1: well how, just, how many teeth do you need really
0: i mean you need more than one
1: i mean i i don't i don't i don't know maybe
0: that maybe that's why the clefairy dolls don't show any teeth and it's just all gums because they're like oh Clefairy look kind of dumb in that episode (laughs)
1: like we're not just going to put one tooth in here we'll just have them (laughs) (laughs) be close for real so all right but uh back back to this episode we
0: got to finish this episode doug i know (laughs) so um pikachu Um, runs over to Clefairy and starts talking to Clefairy basically to help Clefairy out while Ash, Misty, and Brock and Seymour are talking to Meowth and they're like, oh, you're the troublemakers that put up all these lights inside of this cave. Of course it's you. So.
1: Fucking Team Rocket comes out of the goddamn shadows.
0: Yeah, of course because Meowth always does their bidding for them
1: but uh, I'll say this much, they get full entrance this time. Yeah, they do. They didn't get cut off. Yeah, they got meowth actually got his meowth. That's right.
0: that's 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 right. So okay. so yeah, they they start talking about how they want to power up these Pokemon or with with the moonstone, and that they need these moonstone and that they're gonna go out throughout this entire cave. To find it, all they have to do is basically follow the Clefair.
1: And then... So... In an effort to... Uh... Stall the heroes... I mean, that's not the right word. I mean, they call out their Pokemon. And then... Ash and Brock call out theirs. Ash calls out Butterfree. Brock calls out Zubat. And
0: Ash Ash just looks at him and he's like... Oh, I caught this Zubat... Um, on the way into the
1: cave. Which I like, because then you got Ash in there going, well,
0: shit, I could have been. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, but Ash helped him catch that damn Zubat, because Ash's Pikachu is the one that zapped on the Zubat.
1: Oh, I didn't even think of that. (laughs) Yeah, that's Ash's Zubat. What are we talking about?
0: (laughs) Brock was just like,
1: well, if Ash isn't
0: going to catch this Pokemon, I'm going to catch it right
1: now. See, no, I don't like that, because I got the image of like a, a Zubat. Like that didn't make it, because you saw like a flock of them <laughs> fly away, right? Fly into the cave. And I just got this image of one that didn't make it. And Brock's just like, well, I mean, the humane thing would be for me to catch him. <laughs> so he just kind of walked over and goes plunk.
0: You know what? And I'm going to get to why I actually think that happened. Because um, uh, actually, let, let, let's finish this, because there's a key part to make me think that Zubat was hurt. <laughs> before any of this. right? So he, so he calls out Zubat, I hurt Zubat, um, that still has a little bit of kick in him, to fight Coughing and Ekans. And they have a nice little Pokemon battle going back and forth. And you see Clefairy running off into the distance. But not only do you see Clefairy running into the distance, they made sure that good old Meowth, who's not a part of this Pokemon battle, is right behind
1: him. Right, which is a good little piece of storytelling because, you know, they don't usually... Well, there's been times where it's like they didn't do that, so it was good that they made sure to show him going after Clefairy. Yes. Um, <clears throat> but um, in the midst of
0: that... We actually got to see some very cool moves in this Pokemon battle.
1: Yeah, it was it was actually quite a nifty little battle. Um, um,
0: we we got to see Supersonic for the first time from Zubat,
1: right? And we saw um,
0: Smoke Screen, Smoke Screen,
1: and we saw coughing um, and Atkins get tangled up and
0: yeah, they got they they were confused by the Supersonic. And (laughs) Ekans started attacking Coughing, and had Coughing in a nice little bind. That that I mean, when when in the game you see Pokemon hurt himself in confusion. Well, this time Ekans hurt Coughing in confusion.
1: Yeah, you actually saw the effects. Um, but yeah, then like you said, then we saw um that same Clefairy bounding out of the of a gap in the cave after Team Rocket have assumedly been dealt with. Well but yeah, they
0: uh, Butterfree used his whirlwind and just blew Team Rocket um out of there. They couldn't really be blasted off because they're in a cave, but they <laughs> he they pushed them further into the cave thinking that they knocked him out.
1: Now I, I have a question. What's up? Ash says whirlwind Butterfree all the way out of the cave. Yes. Can he control that? <laughs> no, he can't. <laughs> but it, it,
0: it's assumed that Team Rocket is now dealt with, and they're
1: gone now. I was going to say, like, okay, okay, but if we give him a world win, but only give him a world win at half speed or whatever the fuck <laughs> It's like, no, that's not how this works. You either do it or you don't.
0: Yeah, for real.
1: <laughs> so,
0: all right, but... Uh, but, yeah, Ash and Brock um, defeat good old um, Team Rocket for right now. Right. And I'm just, just going to put that out there because, of course, they're still in the cave. So Team Meowth went after Clefairy. So now Seymour um, and Misty went to follow the Clefairy as well. How did they not see Meowth unless Meowth was behind
1: them? I'm going to guess that Meowth was behind him. I don't know how, but that's the only way it's going to make sense where I don't have a headache.
0: Okay. So um, Misty and Seymour go and find Clefairy. Clefairy pops through this little hole in the cave, and he starts running away, and this is where we get that, who's that Pokemon, which we told you was
1: Clefairy. Yeah, see, I don't get that where I'm watching him. Uh, No, you
0: you you just steamroll through these episodes.
1: I get the pokey rap at the end, but I don't get I don't get who's that.
0: Oh, I know. That's oh, true. we're 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 going to have to do the pokey rap at some point. You think you can do it? No. You, you don't think you can do it? No. Oh, back when, and, and, I, and this is kind of dating me. Back in the fourth, I think I was in the fourth grade. I thought uh, you were going
1: to say back in the 40s. I said. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, back in the
2: fourth,
0: I was in the fourth or fifth grade. Um, we had a show and tell um, type thing. And what I did was I brought my Pokemon CD and I did the whole Poker rap in front of my entire
1: class. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. And I, I, I
0: thought that I wasn't going to be able to do it, but I, I ended up doing it. And I, I thought people were going to think I was lame. Boy, if I tell you, people, all the kids were like, well, how did you remember all that? How did you know, learn it all? Blah, 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 blah. I was like,
1: well, I just listened to the song a million times and figured it out. Chris got all the ass that day. That, no. <laughs> I was not the popular kid in
0: elementary but the kids came up to me that day. Um but yeah, we we, we had um, Seymour and Misty still following Clefairy when we come back from commercial break, and Clefairy is jumping on this these rocks going up this little cliff slash it's not a mountain, yes, so it's about it's 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 a nice little rock rock cliff or Yeah,
1: yeah. Cliff I think is right. It's not quite a mountain.
0: So, and Misty and Seymour just start following um, the Clefairy. And, okay, I've avoided saying this for so long, but for Misty being 10 years old, why did they sexualize her so much? Well. Like, like she's in freaking overalls, a shirt that doesn't fit her, and in... (laughs) and skin tight booty shorts if that oh. was my my 10 year old i i am not <laughs> having my kid leave the house like that
2: <laughs>
1: um i mean you say the shirt doesn't fit her i i just call that a belly shirt and just move on with my life yeah, um, but a, a belly shirt on a 10 year old well you know whatever it's hot you know whatever <laughs> <laughs> yeah so. i don't know i mean maybe it it doesn't seem so. It didn't seem so bad when we were watching it because we were fucking, you know, whatever. We were ten, whatever it was. Yeah, I
0: was attracted to Misty um, when, when, when I was little. I always thought that she she was one of the good looking. ones. I always wanted her and Ash to be together, but that, right. that never happened. Right. So,
1: but all right. So, so they're that- up on this hill, and the Clefairy is headed off by Meowth. Yes. And uh, M- Meowth is now ahead of them. How the fuck did this happen?
0: Magic, I, I guess. I mean, just it's a kid show. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Meowth scares Clefairy, and Clefairy just falls
1: off off of this cliff yeah, and knocks, knocks Misty into the water. <laughs> So how heavy is this Clefairy, or how much was Misty not paying attention?
0: Uh, I, I just think that Clefairy had an extra meal, meal that day and just
1: weighed on it. Yeah, it must have been. Um, so they fall into this stream, and <laughs> Meowth like, pulls his claws out and force Seamir's Seymour is shitting himself, basically. Which yeah, he's
0: think. like, he's like, maybe we we can think of something else um, other than trying to steal the Clefairy. And Miata's like, no, and he just jumps, and Misty throws her Pokeball out, and out comes Staru
1: Staru, which is a, another introduction. Um, yeah, we, and, th- we
0: we we we've never seen Misty Staru. That is right.
1: And uh, Staru uses Swift.
0: And And, water gun.
1: And then fills Meowth up like a water balloon, basically, and Meowth goes shooting into the wild blue yonder, basically. (sighs) And, you know, Brock and Ash just happen to rock up as the fucking fight's over. So it's like, all right, thanks, fellas.
0: So, and this is the first time that Brock um, brings out that um, he he actually makes Pokemon books. Yes. And so they're all sitting down, and after this whole battle, uh, Brock um, takes out his Pokemon food and starts feeding the Pokemon. And I'm guessing it kind of heals the Pokemon too, because his Zubat looks to really have enjoyed the food and looks to have been really hungry.
1: Well, you also have to you also have to assume like what maybe an hour ago that it was a wild Zubat. Yeah. So, I mean, you're talking a proper structured meal,
0: and Butterfree is enjoying it. Pikachu's enjoying it. Seymour asks for a little nugget from the food, and he's enjoying it. And Ash is like, "Well, I want some too." And Ash takes it, and it almost paralyzes
1: Ash. Ash recoils like not like really bad. So I'm like, "Okay, what does this food taste like?" That Ash basically goes into himself. <laughs> and then from there,
0: um Pikachu and Clefairy are talking and then Clefairy gets up and Ash and and the gang, they they all look over and they're like, What what's going on, Pikachu? And Pikachu points up at the sky <laughs> and they just run away.
1: Oh yeah, that's not until later. I was like, then we get freaking Pikachu playing Pictionary, but that's not till later.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, Cl- Cl- Clefairy and Pikachu just run away, and then we cut to a night scene. And it looks like Ash, Misty, and the gang <sighs> are just in a forest looking for Pikachu and the Clefairy. And then... And, and then they, they finally catch up to Pikachu and the Clefairy, and... Oh, no, they were following Pikachu and the Clefairy. Yes. And... um. Ash is like, man, where are you guys taking us? We've been walking for such a long time. Because it was it was sunlight in the previous scene, and now it's just dark.
1: Yeah, it was dusk when they started walking.
0: So I'm starting to think that Ash doesn't get that much sleep on his Pokemon journey.
1: No. Or or doesn't have very good cardio. No. Um but, but yeah, they, they,
0: they, they go all the way up and they find another cave that Clefairy was um, leading the leading everybody to,
1: and, and they come out of the of the forest basically, and and we find the Big Daddy Moonstone, and we see the Clefairy we've basically been chasing the entire episode take his little chunk and put it at the base and it activates and it brings all these Clefairy out from every, every little where. And yep. We basically have, you know, ring around the Moonstone. <laughs> which,
0: which okay, that, that part is, it, I mean, that part's cute. Yeah. Because all, all these Clefairy are just Moving around the the big old moonstone, and they're they're getting ready to start their ritual.
1: <clears throat> Correct.
0: Because the, it's a full moon, and we and we have to say that because I guess this can't happen it's a full moon.
1: Yeah, I kind of I kind of picked that on the rewatch. I was like, oh, that makes sense.
0: So only on a full moon inside of this cave where the moonstone is, and and. what we we didn't go over in the beginning of the episode was Seymour said that there was a big meteor that hit and he thought that it was in the other cave but it looks like the meteor hit and it was embedded in the ground behind this cave about a couple miles down and that's where where this big moonstone was so the big moonstone was the meteor correct so but yeah the Clefairy are all
1: jumping around, and do you want to to play Pictionary? Uh Yes. Because this is probably my favorite part of the episode. (laughs) Um, So, the humans are basically standing around, kind of dumbstruck about what exactly is going on. And Pikachu, being the helpful little Pikachu that he is, he's standing there, he starts, you know, waving and talking, and gets Ash's attention, and <clears throat> you know, he's carrying on, and Seymour goes, do you understand what he's saying? And Ash, you know, Ash is a dick. Check again. <laughs> goes, well, of course I do. It's my Pokemon. So, you know, Pikachu's carrying on, and he said, the Clefairy take the Moonstone, and they do the Macarena. And Pikachu falls over. And I'm sitting there go I'm stuck going, Where the, the hell did he was the how did he get
0: thing? the macarina? It must have been like, but who? Where? Where the hell did
1: he see, um, Pikachu do the damn fucking macarina? Do the I would have liked to have seen that. Yeah, now that I'm saying that, um, so Pikachu falls over and he's like, ah, and he goes and gets a Clefairy, and he's like the Clefairy.
0: They prey on the the Moonstone um, because they come here and basically they believe the Moonstone picks the certain Clefairy in order to evolve themselves into a Clefable.
1: Which which we're actually going to see here in a few moments. If yeah. you're watching the episode with us, which you should be. Yes, you should be. But, of course, who comes
0: to ruin the party again is good old Team Rocket, who seems like they were following the what they call the twerps into the Forbidden Cave, or the Secret Cave.
1: Which That's is their own of- fault, really. Yes. I mean, they didn't double-check that Team Rocket was dealt with. They just assumed...
0: That Team Rocket was dealt with. And they didn't see Meowth get blasted off. They just saw Meowth kind of fly up into the air. And he, for all we know, he could have just flew up onto that cliff that he, he was flying over. And Team Rocket just happened to be there.
1: Sure. Yeah.
0: It's a kid's show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it doesn't have to 100% make sense.
0: So, um, but yeah, uh, Team Rocket comes out and they... See. oh, Seymour starts shaking and he, he starts running away. Meow trips him. Seymour's glasses pops off his face and he's like, I can't see a thing. So Jesse and James, at this point, they get their Ekans and Coughing and they release these Pokemon back out to have a second Pokemon battle. So I mean, I guess I guess Ekans and Coughing got a lot of experience points. Uh, during this episode,
1: I mean, they got their work in right. I mean, you know, Ash and Brock call out Pidgeotto and and, and On- Onyx. Onyx, respectively, and, um, and and Ash sends out Pikachu, and Coughing sends out uh, Smoke Screen or whatever the fuck. Yes, and Pidgeotto tries to combat it with Gust, but that all that really does is create a diversion.
0: Yeah, it it created a big diversion, and it looks like
1: Team Rocket um, found the moonstone and dug it away. Yeah, they completely extracted the moonstone, and all you're left with is a freaking crater. Which. And again, like, I'm trying
0: to put logic as an adult, but how the hell. Did team, unless Team Rocket knew that the Moonstone was already here, and why they didn't take it during the day, and they waited until nighttime, why did they? How did they? <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> so, can, can you can you please make sense of this?
1: I don't know. I just I'm, I I figure. It's a 90s cartoon. Team Rocket are the bad guys. They're idiots when they're supposed to be. They're smart when they need to be. Um, they've extracted the rock. They're, they're riding away. Oh. Onyx pops up in front of them as they're making their escape.
0: Yeah, um, and then Seymour was was talking to the Clefairy, and he's like, well, the, the Moonstone is sacred to you. It's your job to make sure that the Moonstone comes back, which I, I, I think that's kind of a dick line.
1: Well, yes and no. I mean, he's basically just trying to get, like, a little bit of clarity. He's like, you know, you're protecting the Moonstone, you know, and they just got away from it. Is what I'm saying to you right now getting through? And it, you know, right before they cut away, it doesn't seem like it's it's getting through to the clefairy. They're just kind of standing there. They're like, well, we gave you your glasses. What else do you want?
0: Yeah, they're 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 kind of confused. But then we as you said, we cut to the same where Jesse and James are just sliding down a mountain with this big old moonstone. I, I kind of feel like this episode had a lot and then they ended up cutting a lot out of this episode because how the hell? I, don't, I still don't get it. How, how the hell did they get it on this big, gigantic platform to go
1: flying down?
0: I I, I still don't get it. They put but this uh, episode
1: together. It was 45 minutes. They said, we got to cut this. We can't be doing super episodes. Our sixth episode in.
0: Yeah. So um, Onyx comes flying out of the ground somehow. Somehow Ash, Ash and the gang find Team Rocket. Uh, basically sliding down this big old hill, and Onyx knew exactly where they were going to be, and just comes out of the ground and completely capsizes um, this big old moonstone.
1: Well, to be fair, Brock did say follow them to Onyx, yeah. so Onyx was at least under orders. Which, you know, if that's not the right, it's not the right word, but you know what I'm saying. Like he he knew he had an objective. Yeah,
0: and it looks like Seymour, for whatever reason, was right behind Onyx underground, and so were the Clefairy, the Clefairy, and Seymour followed Onyx's trail, so as soon as he capsized the Moonstone and Team Rocket, um, Seymour was in the hole, and all the Clefairy started um, piling out of this hole, and then they started surrounding Team Rocket and started... Moving their fingers back and forth, which I like this part of the the episode.
1: Yeah, the the uh, the good old metronome sequence, and seems like everybody was in a bit of a trance. You know, the humans got hit by it. Pikachu got hit by it.
0: Yeah, and <laughs> I I, I want to say what Meowth what, what Meowth said during the. They're like, what are they doing? And Team Rocket is just following their fingers back and forth. Well, everybody is, but Team Rocket especially. And Meowth is like, this is a move that the Clefairy use. It's called metronome. And nobody knows what this move does. (laughs) And Pikachu is just standing in the background smiling, moving his head back and forth to the music. Yeah,
1: he's just having a good old time. And then... (laughs) Let's see.
0: And Meowth is like, no, um, I have never seen um, a Pokemon use this move before.
1: (laughs) And then I guess all the combined powers of the Clefairy doing the metronome turned him supernova. Yeah, and just made the ground just explode.
0: And not only did it just make the ground explode, but it made all the Clefairy explode. It made Ash and all of them explode. Like, everybody exploded from this Clefairy. But the Clefairy looked like they were happy when the ground exploded because as they're piling out, they're,
1: they just all have a smile on their face. And <coughs> Team Rocket's been blasted off. We got the and- capper of you know Team Rocket's blasted off again. So there's there goes Team Rocket and
0: Team Rocket is now gone. They are finished.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. That's that's them for the end of the episode. It's you know four and a half minutes left in the episode. They're gone. Um.
0: And, and from there, um, the Clefairy um, it looks like they exploded the Moonstone.
1: Yeah. So they're standing there around the crater that had the moonstone in it, and all of a sudden these little shards start raining down, and, you know, when it first starts falling, it looks like there's enough shards for everybody to get it, but judging by the scene in a little bit, not everybody gets it, which is weird to me. I mean, you know...
2: And... and I
1: I
0: I don't know. I mean, because it, it seemed like that, that big Moonstone was enough for all of those Clefairy. Because there was no more than probably like maybe 20, 25 Clefairy from what it seemed like.
1: Right. But then, you know, so let's say every other one evolves just for the sake of whatever. So they're standing there, you know, and once again, you know, Ash sees new Pokemon. Ash pulls out Pokédex. Yes. And that's fine. Whatever. Once again, he's letting free Clefable go now. He didn't even have to waste time getting a Moonstone. He could just fucking get one. I know that's not the fucking point of this show all the time, but goddammit. But whatever. So,
2: you
1: know, after every other one evolves, they're standing there, and it looks like every other one is a Clefable, but there's still a a handful of clefairies. So I'm sitting there going... Did these Clefairy, were, were they actively ducking?
0: <laughs> yeah, either were they were they ducking, getting involved, or were they, did, did all the Clefairy have an agreement that some of them were going to evolve and some <laughs> of them happen. were not? <laughs> and that happen. some of them are going to evolve next time?
1: <laughs> but we don't know when the next time is.
0: <laughs> uh, no, we
1: don't.
0: <laughs> and uh, do they just wait for these meteors to fall and do they have like a sense inside of their ear? Because it's also said in a future episode that Clefairy um, might be from outer space. This
1: is true as well.
0: That they're a space Pokemon, but um, we, we we still to this day do not know where these Clefairy come from and why no one, uh, barely anyone has ever seen Clefairy, yet frickin' Ash has seen like 20 of these suckers and he couldn't catch not
1: one. And he couldn't catch one. He couldn't get a Clefairy. He couldn't get a Clefable because he had to be the good guy with bullshit. Um, So, you know, then they're standing there and then Seymour goes, well, I'm going to, I'm going to live with these. (laughs) I'm going to live with them. (laughs) And I'm going to, I'm going to go to the moon one day.
0: This, this mofo. Okay. I'm sorry.
1: I'm, I, I
0: like Seymour. Seymour is, is alright. But Seymour is he is one weird dude. Like we've we've seen um we've seen the oh no, we, we haven't gotten to that episode yet. Okay, I'm I'm already going ahead. Don't but be jumping the, now. We're almost there. I know, but we they, they meet so many like weird people and these weird adults just lock around these kids. I, I don't know. I, I just think it's kind of creepy. Like I'm thinking oh, about right. it.
1: All all right. Let's not let's not start putting stuff where it doesn't belong. Now let's not. You know, it's a <laughs> wholesome. It's a cartoon, for God's sake.
0: Yes, it's a cartoon. So, but yeah, it's. um all these, uh, he, I mean, he says that he's going to live with all these Clefairy and these Clefable, and Ash and Misty are like, okay, well, I mean, I guess. So they start saying goodbye to...
2: No, wait uh, a minute, wait a minute,
1: wait a minute. So, nobody bats an eye when he says maybe one day he'll go to the moon with them. Nobody nobody bats an eye, right? Yeah, he, well, I oh. mean, he... he he, all, he just says, one day I might go to the moon with him. And all Brock says was, I hope you're able to send us a postcard. Yet nobody fucking makes a cheese joke. No. I was disappointed.
0: <laughs> you're like, come on, the one time that you can make a cheese joke, but I mean, people in Japan, I mean, maybe they don't believe the moon is made of cheese.
1: Well, they should, because it's true. Um.
0: <laughs> so... But, um, but, yeah, they, they start saying their goodbyes, and this is what kind of kicks me, how much time <laughs> lapses in these episodes. Um, it is now daytime, and the sun is out, and the sun is all the way up, and as they're leaving, we have them walking away, and then they see the sign for Cerulean City. And they. Th- this is my favorite part of the episode. Can, can, can I say this part?
1: Yeah, knock your socks
2: off.
0: All right, so they, they see the sign for Cerulean city and on the sign, um, Gary wrote, Gary was here. Ash is a loser <laughs> and Ash just loses his shit and just goes, you know what? I'm going to catch up, with Gary, and he just starts running away. But uh, unbeknownst to them, Misty has a down look on her face and is like, why, why, why the rush? Why, why, why do we need to go there so quick? And that's basically where we end this episode is they're running to Cerulean City where the arrow was pointed so Ash can go and get his second
1: badge. Well, we don't know that yet. I mean, all we know is that he's going into the city where the gym happens to be.
2: I yeah, mean, I but, 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 but
0: he's going to challenge for his second badge.
1: Well, well, Right.
0: <laughs> so, but um, there's so much I have to say about the next episode, and um, the next episode is going to be one of my favorites. Going, I'm going to have so much fun talking about this because we, we we get so much background to Misty in this next episode.
1: Yeah, yeah. So.
0: so. But yeah, that's the end of this episode. Again, this episode was called Clefairy and the Moonstone, or as it was traded or translated in Japanese, Pippi and the Moonstone. So which
1: I'm starting to come around on, if I'm being honest with you.
0: Yeah, I like Pippi. Why? Why, why can't we call them Pippi
1: instead of Clefairy? I, I don't know. What would you? What would be the? What would the evolved form of a Pippi be?
0: Actually, I can look it up right now. Let's find out.
1: If, if Clefairy is a Pippi,
0: Let's see.
1: A, a pipple?
0: Uh, oh, I, I think I'm spelling the name wrong. Oh, no. That's how you spell it. Pippi evolves into. Let's see.
1: <laughs> You're going to get the English translation. It's Clefable. No, I'm not looking for that.
0: Uh, let's see. Yeah, yeah, I did. It, it says <laughs> Clefable. Um, what is uh, ba- 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 people are yelling right now and they're trying to tell us, but I'm sorry, we can't hear you. We could, um, that be weird. I know it'll be very weird, but hello, people. Um, let's see, Clefable, fairy, uh, fairy Pokemon, Pixie, um. Let's see. Gosh, gosh, darn it. I just want the name. It it can't be this
1: hard. Um put type clefable in Japanese. Clefable
0: in Japanese version. There we go. Clefable Japanese version. Um
1: Oh, it's called Pixie. Pix See, I like that. See uh Pippi evolves into Pixie. P-I-X-Y. Into, yes. Oh, it's with a, okay, so it's spelled funny. Yeah. Okay. So there we go. And so it, there. If, that, if, that, you, <laughs> if you learned anything from this episode.
0: <laughs> you you now know what this Pokemon is called in Japanese. So Yeah. That that was the episode. Um it's not... I mean, it wasn't terrible.
1: It's not as bad as you were making it out to me.
2: No,
0: no. So, I mean, I, I had a good time recording this with you, even though I feel like part of this episode we were just dragging tail <laughs> to, to even start talking about this episode. But I kind of feel like you, you were kind of getting the way that I felt um, about this episode now that you are kind of putting logic together.
1: Well, I, I wanted to be as open minded as possible, and you, you know, I I try not to watch unless unless you're like, hey, we're doing two episodes tonight. I focus myself on one episode, right? Yes, and I watched it. Probably by the time we sat down here and started the Skype call, I probably watched it like a half an hour before we got on here. Okay, and you know, I'm like, well, wow, Chris was so down on this episode. Let's see if it was as bad as I. I don't want to say as bad as I remember because I don't remember a, a, a decent chunk of these episodes because it's been fucking forever and many beers ago.
0: <laughs> how, how, how are you enjoying uh, re-watching some of these old episodes now as an adult?
1: It's fun because it's like, you know, it's a it's a nice little blast of nostalgia. They're manageable episodes. It's like 20 minutes. It's not like I'm going to lose an entire day doing it, you know. It's not like it's not like we're rewatching movies, you know. I mean, and I'm I'm intrigued to get to the first movie, I'm not going to lie to you. Um I know that's that's a decent chunk away, but but it, it, it's closer than you think. We're going to have to really find out
0: when that movie was released to find out when we're going to
1: cover it.
2: Right. So
0: we'll, 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 we'll
1: we'll go over that off air. Right, right, right. Cuz I think we tried to look it up and we got conflicting information. Yes. Um, which is weird cuz it should just be a simple Google search but here we are. Uh,
0: yeah, but I I think they kind of did things a little goofy because I believe it it aired properly in Japan within a certain timeline, but after the success they had in Japan and the success that Pokémon was having here in the US, they just was like, okay, well, we can throw this movie out there. And it has nothing to do with the main storyline, but it does, but it doesn't. But then later on we find out that it does. It's it's really weird. So we'll 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 get into that at a later time. Cause they 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 finally started putting pieces of that movie in episodes, but you would have you wouldn't know it unless you've actually seen the movie. True. True, true. <laughs> if, 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 if any of what I just said makes sense.
1: I, I mean, you sounded confident when you said it, so I'm going to roll with it. All
0: right, cool. So,
1: but yeah, um, that
0: that's about it, everybody. Um, do you have anything else to say?
1: No, uh, this was probably, probably my...
0: Least favorite?
1: No, it's probably... It's probably right under the first and second episodes. Oh, okay. So it's probably, like, third from the bottom. Um, it was fun. You know, we were we were introduced to a handful of Pokemon. Um, it set up the next one really nice, which I really like the linear, like, the connectivity of these episodes, these early episodes. I mean, I know it's only been you know six, but still. Um, and yeah, you know, not every episode is going to be home run. Some episodes are going to be bridges. This was definitely a bridge. Um, next, we're going to hit a
0: lot of those bridges, but none are. I feel like none are as bad as what this one kind of was.
1: No, I mean. Let's see. You say bad, but then what happens when we actually run into a legitimate clunker?
0: Facts. Okay. <laughs> okay. So yeah, I'm, I'm not going to say that this was bad. Okay, this episode was not bad. It just wasn't the greatest episode. It was different.
1: It was. Di- that's fair. That's fair. Different. So. But yeah, next one is going to be a. A big old meaty one. Um, I can kind of poke out a couple of these and kind of tell just from the title what they're about, which, you know, <laughs> kind of gets me excited about certain episodes. Because, you know, it's early, so they can't really fuck around too much. They pretty much gotta be throwing something at you every episode. So. But this is good. You know, we, if we stay ahead of our little stockpile, we should be we should we should be in good shape. Should be on easy street. So all
0: right everybody. Well that was today's episode. So say goodbye, Doug. Bye, Doug. And everybody, this is Wrestling Chris G. Thank you for subscribing to this episode. And until we meet next week with the episode called The Water Flowers of Cerulean City, or as it was translated in Japanese, the underwater flowers of Canada City. Have a good night, everybody.